Hi, this is Adam Bergman, Adam Talks. Today I want to talk about the best way to buy Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, and other cryptos with an IRA. So cryptos in 2019 and for the most of 2018 have uh, been you know, not the most popular type of investment for retirement account holders because obviously the drop in price uh, from the end of uh, 17, early 18, where uh, Bitcoin was close to 20,000. It's now hovering around 4,800, uh, being April 2nd, 2019, which um, it's actually come off uh, of the 3,500 uh, marker. So over the last little while, the last few days, it's actually gone up uh, close to 20%. So there's been some movement in Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. And with that, I thought it was interesting time to kind of revisit the best ways to hold cryptos in a retirement account. So we know the IRS treats cryptos as property, like stock or securities. So we know it's allowed to be purchased in an IRA. We know if you buy cryptos with personal funds, you're going to pay either short-term capital gains if you hold it for less than 12 months, uh, which is ordinary income, or long-term capital gains, which is 15%, if you hold it for more than 12 months. And obviously, we, we've uh, talked about and we... Uh, Understand that when you use Bitcoin, whether you you use it to exchange it with another type of crypto or use it to buy a slice of pizza, technically there is tax on the amount you purchased, the crypto and the amount you used to pay for the pizza or or the asset or the commodity. Um, and, and then that's based off whether it's short term held for less than 12 months or or. or long-term have held over 12 months. So there's all these tax uh, implications when you use cryptos, whether you trade it or you use it. So the nice thing about using retirement money by crypto is retirement accounts don't pay tax, right? They don't pay short-term capital gains. They don't pay long-term capital gains. And if you have a Roth, you'll never pay tax on any of the gains generated by that Roth so long as you're over 59 and a half and the Roth has been open five years or more. So there's been obviously a push over the last several years to use Roth funds uh, to buy cryptos. Now, you can use pre-tax funds, whether it's an IRA um, or, or other retirement account to buy cryptos, but once you're over 59 and a half and uh, you pull that money out, you'll pay uh, tax on that income. So obviously the Roth makes some sense, especially if you're looking to uh, have some significant appreciation over the years. So how do you buy cryptos with retirement accounts? So there's basically three ways to do it. Um, and, and I'll talk about kind of the pros and cons. So number one, before you buy cryptos, you got to understand the risks, right? It's pretty volatile. It went from 20000 to 4800 uh, within a year. So, um, you know, there's a lot of risks associated with it. There's There's volatility. For example, uh, April 2nd, it's up 14%. So again, the stock market is also volatile. It's not the only type of asset category that's volatile, but um, there's risks. Obviously, um, not so much in cryptos, but also if you're looking to do initial coin offerings, ICOs, which are actually technically allowed in a retirement account, um, obviously there's even more risk with that because of perceived fraud. The SEC is cracking down for some of these ICOs that haven't been registered with the SEC since the SEC sees an ICO as a security. Uh, cryptos are really looked at and treated as commodities. Um, so you don't have an SEC issue, but of course you still have a, a risk. Um, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal uh, from March 2019 
that talked about the fact that uh, a study uh, concluded that almost 95% of all Bitcoin trades were fraud, meaning they were just traded between parties that weren't actually real substance and had economic substance to the transaction. So you definitely got to be careful. But if you're going to use retirement money to buy crypto, whether you're going to put two grand, five grand, ten grand in to kind of hold, just like you're buying gold or silver, um, what you need to think about is this. When you buy cryptos, whether it's uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, there's something called a public key and a private key. Okay, and just think of the public key as kind of a safe deposit box that's open to the public, so everyone can kind of see the address of that safe deposit box. But the private key, which is your key to open that public uh, safe deposit box, is only owned by you. So if you give away your key, someone else is going to be able to open that box. So that's kind of what crypto uh, cryptocurrency works. Um, you, uh, everyone can see your public address, but only your private key is associated with that public address. So the holding that private key is very important because if you give it up, like your ATM card or your keys to your house, you may lose your cryptos. So once the, the transaction occurs and you buy or sell Bitcoin, it goes onto a blockchain. Um, whether it's Ethereum or Bitcoin, there's different ways to verify the transaction. Um, but it basically goes on a blockchain, which is a secure digital ledger. So there's always a receipt of your transaction. So it's, a, it's obviously a very exciting emerging technology. It's, it's going to be used uh, in, to probably for many years going forward for financial industries and other related industries. So a lot of people are excited. Um, the Right now, cryptos are really just kind of a store of value like gold. The application and use of them has been somewhat limited. People aren't going and buying t-shirts or cars or homes with Bitcoin or, or Ethereum. It's really just kind of like gold as a store of value. But nonetheless, people are investing in it. So how do you do it in an IRA? One, you can have a custodian like IRA Financial Trust if you wanted to, um, you know, hold those those cryptos and transact with a, a broker, for example, to purchase the cryptos. We don't suggest uh, or encourage that procedure because the problem with that, uh, and even if there's dual authentication on the actual crypto and the actual wallet where the cryptos are held, again, the wallet is where you would hold the cryptos. If you bought your cryptos, for example, at an exchange like Coinbase, you can hold them on Coinbase. Um, that's called pretty much a hot wallet. If you want to take them off and put them, take them offline, that's a cold wallet. Um, so you basically, some people like the hot, some people like the cold. Obviously, colder is more secure. Um, so if you're buying cryptos and you're going through kind of a broker, number one, you got to deal with uh, commissions, right? Uh, you got to pay either one to 10, 15 percent to buy and sell. The crypto market's 24-7 marketplace. If you use a broker, you're not going to be able to buy or sell when you want. you got to go through that broker. And then you have the issue of the private key being held by the custodian and the broker. So even though it, it generally is secure because you can uh, kind of white uh, code it where only the cryptos can be sent to those two people, can't be sent to a third party, you still kind of lose the, the control of it, which kind of goes against the whole um, idea of cryptos where it's um, secure and you control the actual uh, process. But nevertheless, if you are not interested to get involved in the process, you can do it through a custodian and a broker. The, the upside is you're not really in the process, so that's good, but the bad side is you're not in the process, you lose control of the private key, and your fees go up. Second way is through an LLC, which is actually, uh, I think, a growing uh, way of doing it. That's the way for now uh, we encourage our clients to do it because you have control 
over the private key. You control the process. You can determine what exchange you want to buy it on, whether it's Kraken or Coinbase or Gemini. You have that control. You can determine what you buy, and then you're the authorized rep on the account, so you can decide when to buy, when to sell. You can decide if it's going to be at a hot wallet, cold wallet. This way, the trust company, you don't need a broker-dealer. They're not involved in the process, so it's a lot more secure and safe. The downside, I guess, you got to be a little bit more involved. So you got to have a little bit more knowledge on, on what you're doing. You got to open the account. The upside is you have the control. You control the private key. You reduce your fees. The third way, which is the future, which the industry is working on uh, accomplishing, is you'll be able to open an IRA account directly with an exchange, and then the custodian will basically be able to move your money that you roll in it directly to the exchange. You'll be the authorized rep, um, and then this way you won't need an LLC. You'll control the private key. Uh, you'll be able to buy and sell on that exchange, and it should be very cost-effective. Uh, you can decide if you want a hot or cold wallet. You don't need to cost the LLC. You don't need to pay brokers, and you don't have to give up the private key. And that's in the works. Ira Financial, some of the other you know, players in the industry are working with the exchanges to develop a process where you'll be able to open an account, an IRA account, or a 401k account directly at the exchange without the use of an LLC, be able to control the private key, which is, I think, pretty uh, important. And you'll be able to reduce the fees because you're not going to need a broker to buy the Bitcoin or the Ethereum or the Litecoin. So obviously it's a new industry and our uh, retirement, self-directed retirement industry is looking for to offer the most secure, efficient and cost-effective way for our clients to hold cryptos. Uh, of course, uh, as an investor, you have to understand the risks uh, and the rewards uh, because it is very volatile. There's definitely... Um, potential for fraud and you need to understand what you're doing although the idea is there is hopefully potential upside down the road so again no one's encouraging anyone to buy cryptos it's totally up to you but it's important to understand the risks involved do your diligence know what exchange you're buying know the process understand the fees if you're going to do it through a custodian a broker understand those fees understand that you're not going to be involved in the process you're not going to have control over the private key. You're not going to be able to sell and buy when you want. And you have to include that broker in that process, which will increase fees. If you do an LLC, you're going to have to be a little bit more involved. You'll have to open the LLC bank account. You'll have to then move the money to an exchange. You'll be the authorized rep. You'll have to decide which crypto to buy. And then you'll decide if you want it on a hot or cold wallet. And ultimately, I think the way the trend is going and the future is just like you buy stocks at Fidelity or E-Trade. You'll be able to open an account on exchange. Uh, IRA Financial, for example, would administer the IRA. It would not hold the key. It would just administer your account. You pay a small annual IRA administration fee, and then you would, as the authorized rep, just like you can buy and sell stocks at Fidelity or Schwab, would be able to do that at the exchange. I'm hopeful that's going to be coming uh, towards the uh, summer of 2019, maybe earlier, and that should open up uh, the crypto space to more people, more cost-effective, more secure, and more um, seamless. Um, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Uh, this is Adam Talks. Uh, hope you found the podcast uh, insightful, interesting. Uh, thanks for listening.